Yes, gather. This one is called the White Lady of Burger King. <laughs> okay. We've had several white ladies before, never at a fast food establishment yeah. of that caliber. Yeah. Welcome to Hey You Know It. My name is Jaquetta Sotmari, and I'm here with my co-host, Katie Kazmier. Hey You Know It is a podcast that tells you how it is or how it should be. You can listen to Hey You Know It on iTunes, a new episode every Monday. And here they are, Jaquetta and Katie. Give it a swift kick. Yeah, uh, I'd like to start with some barnyard news. Awesome. Barnyard News is a segment where we report on animals in the barnyard, animals outside the barnyard, animals. Animals, basically. basically. Yeah, but these are in and out of the barnyard. And yes, I'm kicking it off, but it's more like I'm jumping off because this is about frogs. Oh, I was going to go with grasshoppers, but frogs are good too. Yeah. So, um, well, how do you feel about frogs? Some people are freaked out by them. I'm not. Um, I like them. I like okay. them. Um, I used to catch tadpoles in the pond in my backyard as a youth. Oh, I remember doing that. That's yeah. fun. And I, unfortunately, <laughs> I caught oh, no. so many tadpoles and I put them in a kiddie pool in the yard. And I was like, yeah, I'm just going to like keep getting them and I don't know what I was going to do with them and uh the next morning the next morning all the tadpoles were gone and I was like what happened and I was like did anyone dump these out back in the pond and they're like no you just put out um Thanksgiving dinner for the raccoons (gasps) I didn't know that raccoons ate tadpoles well anything that eats tadpoles just had it was their lucky day (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that, that one stork in the neighborhood was like, there's never anything for me. Yeah, right. <laughs> no one thinks about Trevor. Yeah. <laughs> Christmas came early. Oh, no. I like the frogs. I like them all sizes. Um, okay. Yeah, they're they're okay. Have you ever eaten frogs? Mm, no. Like frogs' legs? I haven't either. I don't think I will. No. Uh, yeah. How do you feel about that? I mean, you're a pescatarian, so. Uh, yeah, I just, I think I'm going with the, the no on that one, and- and just because I've seen them, like, you know, on offer, or like I've seen them, you know, when you, the same places where you can buy seafood, that sometimes they're selling frogs legs, even in like mainstream places in the city. Uh-huh. And they just look really fucking small. Okay. Like they make a wing look robust. Okay. <laughs> and I don't, I, I can't imagine, it, like, I feel like I'd have to eat like 20 of them. And it's not even worth your time. And it's not worth it. It's also, it's just, it's a foot too. I don't know about that. Anyway. Okay. Um, I don't know if I can eat a foot. <laughs> no, I can't eat a foot. I don't think I can. <laughs> I'm not saying that anyone else, you know, you eat what you want, everybody, but I, I'm going to err on the side of no feet, you know. Yeah. Uh, well, basically, in, um, in England, uh, a lot of frogs were jumping to their death unintentionally. Um, Brexit. It's Brexit. <laughs> they just can't take it anymore. They're like, we're separated from France. Yeah, there, uh, there's a lot of drains. <laughs> uh, roadside drains, um, the frogs jump into them and they can't get back out of them again because they're near their, um, their, their ponds that they live in. So in breeding pools, so the frogs oh, no. are getting they're just stuck. Like, they can't get back out. They can't get back out. And so the, popula- the frog population was dwindling due to this, this, this situation here. So what? <laughs> <laughs> what did the British do? I'm afraid. Is there a costume involved? Is there? So the the uh, Warwickshire amphibian and reptile team, also <laughs> known as Wart. Nice. They, <laughs> let me get it. They sprung into action. <laughs> they placed 20 rust-resistant resi- aluminum ladders down the drains. Are you kidding me? Near the, the breeding pool so they can, so they can um, climb back out. It's so British. Like, we'll put a little ladder down there. Yeah. And they'll just crawl. The chap will just crawl right out. Happy as Larry. He's yeah. on his way. Did it work? Yeah. Well, yeah, because the, the amphibians are coming to breed. And then they get on the road. They get, they're get they trying to cross the road. They get hit by a car. They can't get yeah. Whatever. The whole thing. They get stuck. But these ladders enable them to get back out of the drain and back into their breeding pools and do what they should be doing. Making, which is, as they say, making more amphibians. Okay. Do they have, I want to see a video of just a frog hopping and being like, fuck. And then seeing the ladder, like sweet. Yeah, there is video of that actually. <laughs> and so you will be able, if you Google it, you know, frog ladders, awesome. in England, you can see them, <laughs> you can see them climb their way out. 
I hope that we're helping evolution. And I hope that those frogs weren't selected for a <laughs> demise and we're like, oh no, you know, and we've somehow altered the yeah. rest of the time continuum. Yeah. So they definitely, um, the issue of trap toads is not limited to Britain. In the Netherlands, more than a half a million um, small vertebrates like frogs, toads, and newts end up trapped in gully pots and drains each year. You know, so newts, a- newts are very important for the environment. I did. I'm not saying frogs aren't. Just I just I just keep reading about how without newts we're like screwed. Are the newts the unsung hero of the planet? They're down there. Like everyone's talking about the earthworm, but you know what? Newts. And ever oh, and the bee. The bee is like front and center. Everyone's like, oh, bee. It's just because of the coloration. But yeah, the newts are really important. Oh, I don't know what soil health. Soil health. Oh, okay. But this is happening all over the place. So these ladders are really a godsend. Um, so are they, are other people going to try, like, are they exporting the ladder? Well, no, Brexit, they're not. I guess they can just show them how to make it. Yeah. And I mean, the rest of Europe make it out of European materials. Yeah. Basically the, the thing is that these ladders cost about 15 pounds, which is 20 us dollars. How big is it? I feel like they're getting ripped off. I feel like the ladder that I have in my house, that's like, you know, a six foot tall ladder didn't cost that much. Yeah, I know. So <laughs> it's I don't know. But the thing is, now that people know that this can be done, and I'm sure they can find other materials. and Yeah, like there's got to be some, you know, some some girls out there who are tinkering around and are like, hey, I got an idea for a ladder, you know, yeah, a better idea for a ladder. Yes. Uh, yeah, because so, um, yeah, so they, yeah, right, they, um, they're an overlooked species and they have a role in the ecosystem. Um, they're excellent for gardens because they eat a lot of pests and things. Yes, they so. do. Yeah. And I like the sound that they make. Yeah. I think it sounds nice. I grew up with a lot of frogs around at night. The sound of the frogs chirping. Yeah. Ribbiting is nice. It's not creepy like in the horror films. Right. Right. And and so they have different tones. So you get like the bass section in one side of the pond. And just, the- just the women. Just yeah. the men. Yeah. <laughs> right. We, as I was mentioning, you know, we had a pond in our backyard. You know, I told you about the tadpoles. But yeah. One year, um, the pond froze over and the ice was so thick that it cut off the oxygen to the fish that were underneath. And all the fish ended up, they they died. Um, So when the ice thawed, all these dead fish were, you know, floating at the top. Um, What that meant was that the fish were not eating the tadpoles. So we had an abundance of frogs. Like a lot of frogs and they were loud. And I, I mean, I didn't care. Cause I, were I was your like, neighbors like, I can't believe this. This is the last straw. Yeah. They called, do something about what? your frogs. Casimir. Really? Yeah. Do something. Yeah. Hold on. We'll get, well, we were keeping our storks inside, but now we'll release yeah. them because you've mentioned it. What are you supposed to do? Well, actually nature, nature, nature took care of it. Cause yeah. in came the snakes. Exactly. Tons of snakes. Did they complain about that as well? You're like, we fixed it. Yeah. <laughs> now you're still bitching. <laughs> you wait till you see what's next. Yeah. Keep talking. Yeah. Robertsons. Yeah. I don't know who else. Whoever lives. Yeah. <laughs> Neighbors. So what, what do you have? So I have some, wait, this is the regular or the evergreen? This is regular. Regular. So I found this today. This is also some barnyard news. Um, it was in the New York Times. And usually I go for more obscure news, but I just thought this was like a really nice story and I need some cheering up. This woman on the eve of her 30th birthday was riding her bike in a Jamaica Bay Wildlife Refuge in Queens. She was just wanted to see the birds and, you know, do some hiking and, you know, enjoy the end of her 20s. Uh-huh. And she noticed that there was um, a swan sitting by the water's edge and it was surrounded by the other birds, but it wasn't moving. So luckily for the swan, this woman had been an animal care manager at the Wild Bird Fund Rehabilitation Center. Oh, get center. out. Okay. <laughs> and so she was, she knew how to recognize like a bird in distress. She'd cared for birds. So she went over to it. Like she's there by herself on her bike. These things weigh like 17 pounds and they're usually really aggressive. Yeah. Swans. But she saw it. She went over to it. She was like, I didn't really know what to do. I couldn't. So she picked it up with her, put her coat around it. And it was like, okay, this is fine. And she walked like a mile with it (gasps) back to where her bike was. And she said it was a struggle because it was heavy. So she's, she's like, the quote is, well, I'm carrying a swan. I have no idea. I guess I'll just walk it. 
well, this is like your New Yorker, like, hey, I'm, I'm just walking gonna, here. I'm walking over here. What was, well, the swan, but the swan knew it was. The swan needed help. Uh, there it, was, it was doomed without her help. It was doomed. So I just let her pick it up. Or it was like, I can't, you know, today's my day. That's it. Yeah. So a guy in the park said he was there and saw her and was like, is this like, what's happening? Is this like just a New York thing? Or is this someone with a pet? So he went over, started talking to her. Um, I guess he helped her get back to her bike or whatever. They called animal rescue service, but it's COVID. So like the ranger stations are closed. Animal care was closed. Animal rescue was closed. Um, And apparently they, about a half an hour later, after calling people around, a husband and wife team showed up with their car and we're going to give the swan, the bike, and the woman a ride um, <laughs> that it wouldn't fit in. And then they got another person to help. The, and they what all wouldn't fit in the car? The swan wouldn't fit in the car? They couldn't get everything into oh. the one car. And they needed to transport. They didn't want to leave the girl's bike there. They didn't want to leave the girl. It's New York, yeah. right? Yeah. It's, so they had to figure out how to get the swan, the bike, and the, and the woman into the car. Another <laughs> group came along. And they all drove to Howard Beach Subway Station where an MTA employee helped the woman get the swan and the bike on the A train. <gasps> so so she took the bird on the A train uptown. Um you know, she took it to Nostrand Avenue station and then there was another handoff and they ended up getting it to the Wild Bird Fund. Wild yeah, Wild Bird Fund. All right. A couple of things. Yes. How crazy is that? Oh, and it says too that people were on the train. She said, I was on the train with a swan and people were just like, whatevs. Oh, yeah. That's like, like the guy was on his phone and didn't even have time for it. This is the least of everybody's problems. Yeah. Like, we're welcome a swan on the train. Of course. <laughs> if the bird's undergoing treatment, it's going to be released in a few weeks. Um, and that the, the story is amazing. But the most interesting thing for me is I didn't know that these swans were not native to New York. Oh, I see them all the time. I do too. Yeah, they they are an invasive species. Um, They were introduced to our area from Europe as like pets for fancy people and decoration. They started taking over, breeding like rabbits, I guess. They mess with ducks and geese. They can get sucked into a passenger jet. So they were like, you know, about 10 years ago, they were trying to get rid of them. They were like, let's kill them all. But apparently people were so pro-Swan that Cuomo had to block the uh, the killing of them. Yeah, I guess so. But the thing is, I want my, my one of my big points of the story, why didn't the people with the car just take them directly to the wildlife thing instead of dropping them at the subway? I have no, because it's New York. Because it's like, well, here, I got other <laughs> yeah. things to do. And why don't they call an Uber? <laughs> an Uber is not going to pick up any of those things. <laughs> it's you know why they got on the subway because it's New York. That's why <sighs> they got on the subway because it's New York. It was already a lot to ask people to transport you and your bike and your swan. Yeah, you know, and I'm sure as a New Yorker, she was like, "No, no, I just want to get to the subway, right? Right, right, <laughs> like, properly. Just like, get me like, on me it. Me and the swan, the bike. We just want to get to the. Can you just take us to the A train? Yeah, and there's a room. You just sit down and be like, yes, there's room on the subway for the bike, the woman and the swan. How crazy is that? So she just got, I've seen, I've never seen, speaking of barnyard news, I've seen pigeons on the subway. Yeah. I've seen squirrels. I once was on with a raccoon for one stop. It was very uncomfortable. Oh no. Very uncomfortable. Was it night? Uh, Yeah, it was night. Oh, good. It wasn't like a rabbit raccoon. Again, though, this is New York. I can see New York being the one place where a raccoon is like, what? You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't, you know, like, I don't know, you know? Um, but yeah, a swan. And people just ignored it. Like, yeah. Just keep it six feet away, you know? Right. Interesting. But yeah. Luckily for the swan, that woman happened to be a bird, like a trained bird rescuer. How, I mean, how, what a coincidence. I bet you in Swan News, it's like a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> like, did you hear about Harriet? Like, are you kidding me? A hack. You know, what happened now? It's like, are you kidding? You know, a, someone who rescues birds. Oh, my God. Fascinating. Yeah. I do. So a piece of a barnyard New York. Nice. News. All right. What do you have? Well, speaking of, of New York. I have, um, <laughs> not birds, um, Jared and Ivanka 
oh god uh, are poised to return to the manhattan social scene where they're no longer welcome how they well, they you know what it's time for them to go to like boise or something right you know it, like a shit's creek like kind of a conservative shit's creek we all saw the footage of people spilling into the streets when joe biden was announced as the winner Partying. yeah dancing. Um, you know even like trump himself his primary residence is florida and he'll probably end up going there. Oh, that's right. But they were, I forgot, they were fixtures here before people realized right, that they were. Right, right, right. Um, so they used to, I mean. They were big they were, socialites. They were a power couple in New York. Mm-hmm. And so. Every fundraiser, every event. Yeah. Yeah, they were there. I mean, they went to everything from the Met Gala mm-hmm. to the Vanity Fair parties to everything. Event, everything. Lincoln Center. Yeah. I mean, all over. And now. now now what are they going to do? He has the Trump has been so awful and divisive, divisive about New York, saying oh, yeah. it's a nightmare, it's empty, it's a has been. And, and then, I was going to say he could go hang out with the Nazis, but isn't isn't Jerry Kushner Jewish? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, not we're not going to forget that. He also was saying that we um, are aren't going to get the vaccine. You know? Yeah. Or the last ones to get it. Or well, how like how that. is he going to walk around? Like he should probably watch his back. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> I would be nervous if I would. I'd be nervous if someone at least someone like throws stuff at me. It's New York. Yeah. And they're very recognizable. Like they're just going to have to go from limo to lobby to limo to lobby. Yeah, really. No, basically in Times Square last month, somebody, they put up an anti-Trump um, uh, billboard and it showed the I, two of them up there. I saw that. Looking, with, looking very, very with, like dastardly. With the coronavirus death statistics and, and body bags. And a quote. Yeah. That was like, eh, some people, you people are going to suffer and that's your problem or something mm-hmm. like that. So they've been yeah. kind of tight-lipped about where they want to go because they have a big Upper East Side apartment. What about um, Russia? Russia? Yeah. yeah. Um, so sources think that they might end up in Florida. Especially Ew. the Palm Beach area. You know, Florida has enough issues. <laughs> really. They have enough acquaintances, socially and politically. They could go yeah. there and basically, like, um, and even if, you know, Ivanka wants to have a future political career, she might have one there. Um, but Mar-a-Lago is mm-hmm. not an option for their permanent residence. It is, Why not? Um Although she has, Ivanka has her own private guest house there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is the preferred home of the first lady, Amalania. And she and Ivanka have a frosty relationship. Oh, she's mad because she, <laughs> she stole Trump from her. <laughs> oh, oh uh, Melania? It could work in either direction. I know, right, at this point. Those people. <laughs> like. Yeah, so it's there's not a lot of places really that she would go. She and Jared could go and be happy. Yeah, I mean, there's I mean, states where they would be welcome, but they're not going to live in those states. I would say that no. I mean, it'll be difficult to find a place because just because people might agree with their father doesn't mean they necessarily agree or like them or their lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I don't know what they. They, they haven't managed to, and I don't think people like them. I think people like the other one, the one that looks, the Trump's son that's like just made out of pure evil. Yeah. Well, yeah. His- I think people like him. He's charismatic in that kind of, you know, authoritarian way. But uh, Ivanka and Jared, I don't think people like them. Yeah. Well, the um, Jared, you know, it's his father's company, Kushner Company. Sure. Yeah. And his father really is going to expect him to return to work. So. Um, it might be then he could, is going to have to go to the Middle East or Saudi Arabia, somewhere around there. Somewhere where they might welcome him. Yeah. And so he could actually do business and make money and, uh, it, you know, not get shivved. Quite honestly, quite honestly, I don't understand why those people need so much money. Yeah. Um, I, I don't see them doing anything extraordinary with it besides making more of it. You know, like they're not Elon Musking it. Mm-hmm. They're not like, I have all this money and I've built a space shuttle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah really? Because that's like, that's at, at that point, like, really do something big with you. It's like, I, you know, I have so much money now. I'm going to focus my money on doing this one, you know, one big thing. Well, that I'm going to be known for Like, do they have, they have nothing to do with any kind of culture. Like everything they do is just themselves. Yeah. 
right? <laughs> like there's nothing, you know. Well, the thing is, um, they are wealthy, but their financial obligations um, could be a factor in the decision making of where they end up. Because apparently, Cushman, they took out two loans from Bank of America, one right. in 2017 for five mil and 2019 for 25 mil. And they were taken out jointly for with limited liability companies, and they're due in 2022. Wow. I hope oh. they have that kind of money. They seem like they would, but who knows? Yeah. Well, we'll, I mean, we'll see, right? Especially tell. now nothing's worth anything. Yeah. I mean, she <laughs> had a, people keep saying. she had a fashion brand that nobody will buy. No, the stuff was awful. I, the only time I ever saw it was like a deep discount. Yeah. Like a TJ Maxx type of situation. And it was like a lot of celebrity brands. And I would, I would put her in that category, right? Celebrity brands. Cause she's not really known Ooh. for her fashion. But uh, the quality wasn't good either. No, the quality wasn't good. And I saw them on sale, like totally marked down and people threw them on the floor. Yeah, I thought it would like she would probably try to do something like St. John. That makes sense. Like a younger St. John. Mm-hmm. You know, their things are like $800 for a, like a knit suit. But no, her stuff was like Kmart style. Yeah. Uh, and I don't even I couldn't tell you what her fashion sense is. Uh, phony, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I feel like if she turned to, like, she seems like the kind of person who is actually just, you know, one dimensional. Yeah. Like, there's nothing, if you turn to the side, that's, there's nothing. No, no, there's nothing going on there. And I don't know what her style is, but, you know, good luck to her. I guess learn to, learn to speak Arabic, maybe learn to speak Russian. Yeah. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Those are my, that's my advice. Probably it. So it's. For everyone leaving the Trump administration, it really, uh, Berlitz is your first place. You want to get some language classes. I know. There's that is stone action going on. You're, you're probably going to have to. Yeah. Go. But the thing is they, yeah, what their life, their New York life is not, it's not coming back for them. Yeah. Even people who like them probably don't want to associate. Yeah. Cause it's, you know, you'll the stain. Yeah. Right. And just, yeah. yeah, what they did, what they did is it's not even just the association. It's what they did themselves. Yeah. And one rarely gets to feel schadenfreude so righteously I know. as for these people. Yeah. I like it. What do you have? Um, I want to bring up some hobbies that people might consider during the pandemic. Um, It's, you know, it's been, what, eight months now? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Eight months now. It seems weird because it's, you know, pretty soon it'll be like a whole year just sucked down the drain. But if you have hobbies. If you have a hobby. uh, Okay. If you have a hobby. So, I mean, the, the most obvious thing I've been doing is like exercise. I think everyone's been doing home, home gym type of stuff. Yeah. As best that they can. Uh, reading. I was already doing that. Baking though is on here. And that is a fantastic hobby and cheap. And you think baking is cheap? Baking is really cheap. You don't have to make like, <laughs> like baked Alaska or something. Okay. You know? <laughs> like it, it doesn't have to be like a, a creation, mm-hmm. you know? But yeah, like baking, bread is bake, uh, cheap. Right. Um, oh, yeah. Everyone was Mankind survived on bread for years. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. You, you don't need very much. And it's something that like, you know, it's not going to be around long. Yeah. So you don't have to, you're not collecting anything. Um, so I think baking is a good one. Writing, mm-hmm. sewing, gardening, fine, whatever. And then this one, coding. Oh. I'd never thought about doing coding as a hobby. Right. Yeah. I yeah. never would think about that too. It's like, is this something I want to do for a living? Should I yeah. try it? But that's, that's why I brought up this article because all the other things is like crocheting. Uh, first of all, knit, don't crochet. Fish, yeah. learn a language, restore furniture as if, um, you know, scrapbooking. I don't even know why that's still a thing. Oh, that's nice to have. It's nice to have to like the book on is the shelf it? and you pull it off and then you look. Uh, who wants to, where, where's the magic in looking at someone's phone and scrolling through pictures? I, do you have a scrapbook? I have old ones. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I mean like from this, from this millennium. No, no. Cause See? it's not my hobby, but <laughs> it's, but it's nice when I look at the old ones, I'm like, I'm, I like having a book. What I'm saying is I don't, I feel like people aren't doing it now. Scrapbooking. What are they going to scrapbook with? They, no one knows even how to print out a picture. Yeah. It's true. A well, lot of people are saying that they don't even have printers. Period. Wow. Let alone one that could be 
you know, like print out a photograph. Wow. I remember when printer, when home printers first came out, they were all, we were all about printing photographs. I'm sure you remember that. Yeah. Everything. If you worked in a fancy office or even, or an office that was an entertainment or something like that, they always wanted everything in color, everything printed out. Now, no, I don't don't think it would really work, but yeah, scrapbooking. I thought that that was an odd hobby. Yeah. But coding. So I think I might try this. That, why not? Give it a shot. Yeah, It's just of all the articles I've read of all the suggestions, that one has never come up. Wow. And it says coding. Um, any type of hobby that lets you build something is a hobby worth having. True. Coding unlocks so many doors. Why not take an online course? Was this article written by coding? Yeah, right. Coding wrote it itself. Yeah. I, so you've been reading, you've been exercising. What yeah, else I've been, been I've been doing all these other kind of hobbies, and you know, it's eight eight months in. I'm like, what other things can I do? Um, you know, I've decluttered everything, and if you haven't, everyone's decluttered by now. Yeah. There's nothing left. Like the last time I went to donate some stuff, I could hardly stuff it into the bin. Yeah, <laughs> there's like everything bags. is. Yeah, there's like bags outside. Yeah, of the bin. like true. everyone's getting rid of everything. Everyone's furniture. Everyone's gotten rid of their rugs. Right. Everyone's painted everything on the inside. Everyone is yes. re yeah, restyled their interiors. Yeah. <laughs> People are moving things around constantly, just trying to get like a new look to whatever they have. Yeah. Um But yeah, I haven't I haven't heard of anyone. Like things haven't gotten so bad that a scrapbook is where I've gone. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever made one? A scrapbook? No. I mean I have like the, the photo albums, but I didn't get into the scrapbook. Yeah, I'm not talking, so that's the thing, not not the photo albums. So the you talk, you were talking about the ones you slip you have like six panels and you slip it in the, Yeah. You know, yeah. The po- no, 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 that's not what I'm talking about. Those are those are just photo books. Okay. I'm talking about scrapbooking where each photograph has like a frame that's been made around it and I'm Oh, oh no. scene with different kinds of paper and a quote and, uh, next to it. A quote yeah. no, and no. maybe some of the paper is, is prenolated and no. you know. No, 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 no. <laughs> All right, maybe that's something that needs to go by the wayside, I think. That's what I thought you were defending. No, no. I was. I like the good old photo albums. Yeah, yeah, photo albums. Yes, I like a photo album. I'm talking about actual this scrapbooking. Okay. Yes, a quote. Sorry. That's okay. Calligraphy. <laughs> and all that. All right, I'll do another one. Um, let's see. Yeah? Yeah. I, that didn't go well. Sorry. Okay. I'm going to make up for it. Okay, I'm going to redeem myself. I'm a survivor. All right. So I'm I'm gonna pivot, yeah, okay, uh, and do some advice on advice. All right, what you all right? Advice on the advice is the segment where we get advice on the internet that stinks. It's unqualified. Yeah, and we give advice on that advice. Hence, advice on advice. So this is dear Wendy. I've never seen dear Wendy before, but I like her profile picture and her tagline is "It's about to get personal." Oh. Really? I don't know. If, I don't know if she talks like that. She's a redhead. That's my redhead. It sounds almost a little hostile. Well, <laughs> redhead. Okay. Is that the stereotype? Unfortunately. Um, so that tagline is: "Does my high school teacher want to date me?" Ooh. I'm 22 and just graduated from college. Recently, I've been in touch with a teacher in his early 30s from my high school. We always had a good relationship and have gotten lunch a couple of times in the past, but we've definitely moved past that. Oh. To dinner only, though. We got dinner one Friday. He picked me up and paid. Oh, well, that's good. <laughs> and paid. I took him to a baseball game with a couple of my friends, and he in turn bought me to a baseball game with some of his. We've been texting regularly, and last week I went to his house to watch the various sporting events. <laughs> that were happening. Big fan. She's like us. Various important events. I went over to watch the big game uh, and we ended up snuggling on the couch. Oh. But the whole time he kept saying how I'm going to make some guy really happy one day and he wants to set me up with a friend of his or something. What? My mom thinks. Yeah, go ahead. Yes, no, go ahead. Because right? now we're bringing <laughs> the mother into the whole thing. It was. Um. My mom thinks he wants to date me, which may or may not be true. Well, those are really the only options, though, right? But despite knowing I'm mature for my age, I can't help but think it's weird that a normal, sane, good guy in his 30s would have any interest in my unemployed self. Am I right? Is this weird? 
And how do I handle this? Okay. Sign former student. Oh my God. Cause he's not interested in your money lady. <laughs> First of all, he is interested in you and he's being a weirdo. He's like a weirdo, like this, um, he can't close a deal. No, but he like emotionally like stunted that he's doing uh, this weird, I'm your friend, but let's like cuddle and pretend, you know, there's no attraction, but there is. And he's kind of getting like getting off on that, ew, that weird I, vagueness. Oh, of not being, having to divulge how he feels. Or, or, or even what he wants. He's just trying to, I, I've seen this kind of guy before. And it okay. creeps me out so bad. Did you write this? <laughs> <laughs> this is old, I think. No. <laughs> if he's in his early 30s and she's 22. She's 22 and she just graduated from college. So four years ago, or, or five years ago, four or five years ago, she was in his class as a student. Yeah. Um, oh, it's all creepy, number one, because of which that. Is, it's, it is creepy. Um, but... I do know one person who ended up marrying their math teacher. Like they met later on in life in her twenties and they got married and it did work out, right. but it, he wasn't weird about it. And she wasn't weird about All it. All right. If you're not going to be weird about it, that's the thing. But you know, but this guy, yeah, what he's doing is there's nothing illegal about what he's doing. No. Like she's of age, mm -hmm. but like, so why is he not admitting to wanting to have this relationship with like a hot 22 year old? I'm guessing. Cause he's one of these weird guys. I, I, it, it's like, I don't know. Um, like, how about he's like the weird guy at the office party who wears the Santa hat is like hugs. You know? Oh, no. Has a piece of a um, mistletoe. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, hugs. Mm, oh, you know, like I'm such a good friend, Ooh. but we always hug. You know, yeah, that kind of yeah. thing. Ugh. That was a very good description. Now, I, I wasn't clear on what you were describing before, but now I definitely know that guy. So all right, he's the, the guy in the theater group who's like, everybody, let's all hold hands and, you know, yes. do it like a circle before we go on. And now after the show, a hug. Yeah. He's requesting a trust fall, but you face him. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> As you're doing it. So the question is, am I right? Is this weird? And how do I handle this? I mean, I, yeah, I, I think what's weird is that how he's behaving about it. Yeah. Like why there's no, there's nothing wrong with you guys hooking up and having any kind of relationship you want. You're both adults. Yeah. So he shouldn't have an issue with it. Yeah. Um, the fact that he, we don't know why he does, but we can assume it's something that's out of your control. Yeah. I think he's an emotion. It's fine if they do hook up and, or they date or whatever yeah. they're going to do. Um, but he's an emotional infant and there's something wrong with him that yeah. way. And he can't really have the right relationship where he's, He's, you know, one minute he's snuggling on the couch and he's, you know, framing the whole thing as a date, taking her out, paying for the whole thing. And is like, well, I want to set you up with somebody else. It's weird. Yeah. The snuggling is weird too. Most guys, I think in the situation, the snuggle would be uh, short lived. Yeah. <laughs> right. And, and the woman would be like, okay, great. And this makes sense. So the, um, who's the, Wendy gets personal. Okay. Uh, you want to know whether it's quote unquote normal that a guy in his thirties is interested in a 22 year old? Seriously? Hell yes. It's normal. Pretty much every hetero guy, regardless of his age is interested in a 22 year old woman. Good point. Mm -hmm. What he's interested in doing with her varies for sure. Most would like to screw her. A few might like to go on dates and have a casual relationship. And some might be interested in a genuinely committed relationship. My hunch is that your former teacher wants to bump nasties and could possibly even see himself dating someone like you but feels conflicted because he's a teacher, like a former teacher. He's older and he knows that the power dynamics would be skewed to his advantage. Yeah. Uh, a guy with, without much integrity would use that advantage to his favor and jump on it. Sorry, jump on you. <laughs> jump on it. Classy. But even if he has an ounce of integrity, he's questioning his friendship with you and trying to talk himself out of doing anything. Um, that's why he's telling her that, you know, you'll make a great girlfriend and he wants to set you up. He's trying to create a barrier to keep you safe from him. Um, and so he's basically conflicted. He's saying, uh, honestly, if I were you, I'd MOA, which I had to look up. It basically means like, get out of there. MOA. What does it stand for? <laughs> I can't remember. It was, <laughs> I thought it's like motive something right. like motive and agenda. 
okay. don't know, MOA. Move on along. That's what I thought. Move on along. I, I move on along. Yeah. I like that. Unless you're super mature. The age difference. Oh, she thinks the age difference is too great. I disagree with that. 22 and 30s. Yeah, it's all right. It's a, it, it depends on the on the person, I guess. Uh, so she says move on and stick with guys your age, basically. Not yeah. bad. Yeah. I think yeah. so. I mean, if he hasn't, if it's, it's not clear and it's weird and she's feeling bad about herself, like not having a job, like that's making her less attractive, then she needs to like straighten herself out. Yeah, I would think, I mean, she just graduated from college. She doesn't have a job. That's not a big deal. Um, and just having a little dating right now probably seems like a great idea to her. And it is, but maybe not with this guy. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What do you have? I have Tales from the Campfire. Oh, Tales from Dirk Campfire is a segment where we find tales on the internet of the paranormal, fake lore, folklore, urban legends. Ghost stories. Scary stuff. And we tell them here around the digital campfire. So gather around. Yes, is gather scary? This one is called The White Lady of Burger King. <laughs> okay. We've had several white ladies before, never at a fast food establishment yeah. of that caliber. Yeah. So this is from Nevada. <laughs> okay. And it's happened, and the story was uh, written this year. Okay. All right. It's been a while. For uh, a while, things had calmed down in my life with the supernatural. But as of the last couple of years, all kinds of bizarre events are happening. I thought some would make great stories to share with you. I'm going to start with the ongoing saga of what we have dubbed the white lady at my Burger King. Okay. Okay. That was a lot. We didn't even get to the story yet. Here we are. Well, I'm ready now. I'm like ready for the story, you know? Okay. I've worked for the company a year now and both locations I've been at were haunted. While there's not much... It sounds like a personal problem. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's you. Well, there's not much story to the first store I was at. Um, What I've experienced on the night shift along with others at my current store is something straight from a horror movie. Okay. started simple enough. One night... While I was manning the front counter, I noticed a young woman in her 20s waving to get my attention. A white woman. <laughs> she had... <laughs> she had problems with the food. She had, to to the she had what I'd best describe as a formal white gown on from the flapper days and long blonde huh. hair. Okay. I explained I'd be right with her and turned away less than a second. And the time I'd tr- taken to turn back around, she was gone. I assumed I was just exhausted and wrote, wrote it off until a month later. My coworkers and I were discussing ghosts. And while asking if a friend if a believed in them, she mentioned she'd seen one at work. When I asked the story, I'll give you one guess as to the specter she described. That's right. The same lady, the same wave, even standing in the same place. It really creeped us out, but we didn't think much of it. Really? But apparently the woman knew... We'd seen her because that's when the haunting began in earnest. Okay. It started as little things. To this day, I see her in the lobby doing various things, whether it be waving me down again, sitting in a booth, staring out the window, or dancing as if she's the most elegant one person ball I had ever seen. What? Can you read that again? (laughs) Okay. Okay. Yes, I can. Because it should be read like this. (laughs) Sorry, it's I don't. I'm not criticizing you. No, it's all right. I was confused by the reading. I got confused too. It should be read. The long sentence. I'm sure there's no punctuation. Okay. Or dancing as if she's at the most elegant one-person ball I've ever seen. (laughs) Okay. Okay. All right. (laughs) Now I get it. Other okay. people claim to see her too, including one employee who I'd never, who has never been so spooked in my life. Overall, however, she seemed to keep herself to herself, so we'd let her be. <laughs> but about a, a month after her frequent appearances, however, things started becoming less Casper and more Poltergeist. Wait, wait. So this is only the employees are saying this, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then, so now one night after I clocked out and I went home, one of my employees was waiting for a ride and swore to me she was walking around. Something followed her. Loud, heavy footsteps that made her blood run cold. This person is the manager. You said my employees, right? Yeah. That's interesting. Okay. Yeah. I found this a little eerie, but then thought nothing of it. Um, even after she quit, no longer working to work the night shift. 
Um, then came my most disturbing experience. At about 11.55, only five minutes until closing, I was taking orders. I had told the current car that I didn't have a specific item they wanted. What I was greeted by was the most blood-curdling scream I've ever heard in my life, just like the sound of a woman in a horror movie just before being taken out by someone in a mask. I threw up <laughs> my headset thinking it was just someone in the car. And as the car, who didn't want the food, drove off, I noticed distinctly there was only one passenger in the car, a man. So, understandably, I was visibly shaken, and thank God I never got another car before I was able to take off that night. So, basically heard that that massive scream. And then didn't, it could have been the dude. Yeah. Don't be so binary, greater. (laughs) You don't know that person. (laughs) Like... Uh, then they assumed that it wasn't the dude, and they were like, "Eh." Yeah. And then there was another night where he was working, and he heard, "Excuse me, sir." And that came a woman's loud voice. I turned around, but there were um, the two women were talking on their phones and finished their meals. They she they weren't talking to her. Okay. Um. Yeah. So. What well, that was. <laughs> <laughs> That was it. The last, the last thing was just a polite request. Uh, yeah, but no, they, they're, you know, they keep hearing things in the store. This is going on and on, and it just, and everyone is standing around, and it, like they hear someone crying, they hear one screaming, they hear, and it's howling. always they think it's the same woman, this flapper. Yeah, and because sometimes they hear it, and there's no other women around, and they hear this woman. Um, mm-hmm. But supposedly, the Burger King is built near was once what was once an old cemetery. Um, flappers <laughs> honestly none of us know where to begin to figure out who the light the white lady is and <laughs> there are there and most are too afraid of finding out to call up a paranormal team um i hope she is friendly as she first appeared and her creepier interactions are indeed harmless i mean i'm gonna say it doesn't sound like she's gonna hurt anybody like she was just disappointed because she's not getting the things she wanted in the drive-through probably the same in life for her yeah extrapolate you know but she was a party girl yeah a party she's like where the party at you know and she's in now she's in with probably for someone like her looks like hell yeah (laughs) if you're used to that kind of you know right great gatsby lifestyle and now you're at a A burger but it wasn't a burger king right like off the highway yeah, so you're like, excuse me, I need help. And and, and, and the servants are terrible. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they're dressed ridiculously and they don't, you know, they don't perform. Yeah, we don't have that is not something she wants to hear. Yeah. She's angry. Yeah. I mean, I think I, I predict in the future she'll just become more indignant, but and they'll they'll get some abuse. But I think it'll just be they'll be dressed down. Oh, yeah. They'll be given what for. Yeah. <laughs> by her i'm pretty sure uh but at burger king they've got the flat yeah at burger king so bizarre yeah you're listening to hey you know it with jaquetta Santmari and katie casimir we're telling you how it is and how it should be so i have a piece of legal hikey greg sent this in mm-hmm. greg my husband attorney this is a lawyer behaving badly oh it says former Greenberg Traurig, I guess that's the name of the firm, lawyer, is an alleged serial bank robber. What? So yeah, he's, he's in his 40s. Um, a 41-year-old Miami lawyer, Aaron Honecker, is also an alleged serial bank robber. Um, he was a suspect in two robberies that were successful, and then three that just went flat. Okay. <laughs> like, so they started checking into this guy on his LinkedIn profile. He says he went to Duke, but they, they contacted Duke and they're like, we never heard of this guy. <gasps> but then Wake Forest was like, he went to, he, he went to our school. Why didn't he say he went to Wake Forest? Why did he do? Uh, why, did why, he, why would he lie about yeah. that? I don't know if, if Duke is considered to be more prestigious than Wake Forest, but like you, you went to a university and if you on the university's sites now, you can see who graduated from there. It's not like, yeah, and it's not especially a, for attorneys. They have to say. Yeah, it's not like it's not um, a secret. It's not a secret. Yeah. yeah, it's not a secret, especially especially for like doctors and attorneys. Yeah. You know, like all that information has to be out there. 
Um, then he said he worked at a bunch of different firms and they contacted one of the firms and they said he was never here. One said he worked there for a couple years. And then one said he came in for a while and then he just disappeared two years ago and they never heard from him again. Oh he just God. walked off the job. So he was arrested by the police who were looking for him. Um, they're trying to catch this elusive black, uh, black elusive bank robber. He was wearing the same clothes as you know, they had the reports had come in black tennis shoes with white soles. Um, and I guess that's it. I don't know what the rest of the clothing is, but I guess the black tennis shoes with white soles tipped him off. Yeah. Um, so they caught him going into a, a bank to rob it. And when they arrested him, they searched him and they found, um, a, a hammer, like a ballpoint hammer instructions on how to commit a bank robbery. Oh, and no. some, and some folded demand notes. So <laughs> he said he had the hammer in case he got stuck in a man trap. You know, the glass, when the glass comes down on either side. Right, right. That way he could tap his way out. But he was definitely an amateur. I wonder what happened to him that he decided to make this switch. Because he's, he's a lawyer, fine. Yeah. But now he's suddenly like, no, I, did, I, I went to Duke and I'm going to rob a bank now. <laughs> I, what's going on that he gave up that he thinks he can have like a quick. Well, I'll say this. I, he, his lawyer instinct helped him out because um, if you, if he'd had a weapon of any kind, he would have really been in trouble. So he knew that the best way to pull this off is with a note. Oh, like that, that's the way to do it. So with a note, it's like, yeah, you can still get done for the, for the robbery, but it's not the same as armed robbery. Okay. Right. It's unarmed robbery. So um, one place he went to a Citibank branch. He sat in the lobby for 15 minutes, went up to the teller, gave her a note. <laughs> the teller was like, I don't have the money. It's in the back. Then he left. Okay. That was a failure. Then he went again. He said he wanted to make a withdrawal to a different bank. Um, and he said he didn't have his debt card. He then gave him the note that said, empty all your fifties and hundreds into an envelope. And he got a thousand dollars So robbing a bank. But when you rob a bank nowadays, it's not like in the movies, like you, you only get what's in that at that teller. Right. So if you step up to a teller who like just cashed out or only has, that's it. It's like, that's all I got. (laughs) Go to the next teller. Oh my God. You're not like, Oh, 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 sorry. So another bank, so he robbed the the Citibank, and there was a Chase Bank. This is a Wells Fargo. He went in and told the gave the teller a note that said, "Keep calm. Give me all the money in the drawer. I have a gun." He doesn't. The teller said, "I don't read English. I need some help." Oh no! Let me, let me get my manager. Oh, get out! She stepped away. I like this teller, right? Oh, sorry, I don't speak English. <laughs> um. She stepped away and then he got back in line and then backed out of the bank slowly. Like, like he was never there. Like he was never, I was never here. Uh, Whistling as he walked away backwards. Walking backwards. Not just turning on his heels and walking out, but just backing out of the frame, I guess. (laughs) So uh, he went back to another Chase bank. Right, this is all in the same little town of Coral Gate or the area of Coral Gables. So it's like they know, you know, this is all in one month. So the suspect gave the teller a note. They're calling him the suspect. He asked her for dollar bills and fifties and hundreds. She gave him eight hundred bucks. That's all he got. And then the most recent one, uh, he went into a HSBC, told the teller he wanted a cash, handed her a note demanding money. The teller didn't realize what the note was about, and then told him that he had to fill out a withdrawal slip. Yeah, <laughs> she so she passed him a withdrawal slip, and he wrote on it, "Read the note." Oh, then she read the note and said, "Sorry, she couldn't provide any money because it was all in the back." Oh my god! So they were really not taking this guy seriously. I wonder what he looked like. I I'm assuming he just looks like a regular guy. Okay, Nebushi. Yeah, uh, just just. Like, or, you know, one of those people that you just can't remember what they look like. It's like, yeah, it was a man. It was a man. It was a-, a man in the 40s, white guy, hair. Yeah. Eyes. <laughs> That's it. They all look the same. Yeah. Like, you know, also, too, it's the teller. So how much how much are you scrutinizing people? Anyone could come in. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you're not going to can't judge. Yeah. Right. <laughs> the teller. But I like the idea of that. I don't know what this note is. You get to fill out a withdrawal strip. Uh, please read the f- previous note. Yeah. Oh, I see. It's a robbery. Well, I don't have any money. 
Uh, former colleagues from smaller firms where he worked described him as highly intelligent and disciplined. A former colleague gave a quote saying, I have no explanation as to how he got to this point. That's so odd. I, 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 something must have happened. I think some, you know what I mean? And he was just like, you know what, forget it. But yeah, but he doesn't really have it in him because he's not mm-hmm. really thinking it out. And like, he, he needs money, but he's like, oh, you know what, maybe I'll just get arrested. Yeah. And then I won't have to pay the money back anyway. Right. <laughs> right. But he had multiple notes with him, I guess. Uh, you know, maybe he learned that I need to have a note in Spanish. I need to have a note that's really explicit. You know, yeah. I have to have it you know, like clear, really clear because, you know, the last two people were confused. Yeah. But I mean, like, how many tries do you get with this? You don't get to like perfect your art of bank robbing. He had five tries. Oh my God. And he still didn't get it right. Yeah, no, he got, he got arrested, but you know, he did it five times. Really? If he did it, if he'd just done it the one time, I think he could have gotten away from it, you know, gotten away with it. Yeah, but but he did it five from September thirtieth to the middle of October in the same town. <laughs> Banks tend to chat about things like that. A, you know, Wells got robbed. Yeah, Chase, fuck up. It's a city bank, you know. Yeah, but... picture of the guy. Well, he was white. Yeah. He had eyes, hair. hair. <laughs> he had these notes, though. If you see someone passing a note. To the teller, that's probably him. Oh my god! Yeah. So good luck to this guy, um, Aaron Honecker. Good luck. Good luck. I hope you you come out of here together. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I hope you learn something from this because you know <laughs> you're obviously going through something. Um. All right. What do you have? Yeah. Well, while we're all so busy with COVID. Um, you know, some other things are happening this year. So like the, I have the worst TikTok trends of 2020. Have you actually seen TikTok? I did. I looked at it once just to check it out and see what's going on. Have you looked at it? I saw one through Instagram. I don't know if that makes me old. Yeah. You should just take a look. It's just like a bunch of, you know, very short videos. I feel like the, there's a scene uh, in the office where everyone has email, but the cleaning lady doesn't. And so they print out the email for her. That's how I feel about TikTok. Yeah, that's basically. <laughs> like I saw it through another. Like, no, someone acted it out for me. <laughs> I saw the shadow puppet version. Of it. It's fine. <laughs> that's against the that's against what, the cave walls. That's like in the early days of email. People would email those all the jokes, you know, to each yes. other, right? I worked in a restaurant and so somebody who had an office job during the day, one of the bartenders, she'd come in for the night shift and she's like, oh, you guys never get to see these jokes. And she would print them out so we could all (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you people who don't work in an office. (laughs) Let me share what we're doing in corporate America with you. It is hilarious. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, she'd print them so we could laugh too. That's nice. I remember people printing out e-cards too and me being like, no, <laughs> no, don't print out the e-card. Yeah. In fact, don't print out email. Oh, right. All right, well, here are some of the, the worst TikTok trends because that seems to be the thing all the kids are doing these days, right? Yeah. So one of them was filming, you, you walk in on your partner naked and film the reaction. Okay. So your partner. Oh, you're naked. You're naked, yeah. yeah. So your partner's like playing a video game, like sitting on the couch, right? So you go in the other room, take off your clothes and, or, you know, put on a robe. And then when you walk into the room, you drop the robe, but you're filming his reaction. Okay. I thought I, what I understood was that this, uh, there's a naked person like minding their own business and someone, their partner just walks in like, ha, and that's on TikTok. Why would I care if someone's reaction to seeing what is supposedly someone with no clothing on? I no, it's funny actually because like you see, it's all basically these 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 young women are doing it to their boyfriends, and so ah okay. So the guy is like watching TV or you know folding laundry. Are they like a deer in the headlights? Some of them? No, well their their faces. It's like the the surprise and like hey. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's funny to to see that. So that's the the, that was a react. Okay, so that was a trend. Is it over? 
I, I don't know. But, put their clothes back on. <laughs> um, another one is dipping your balls in soy sauce. Yeah, because they. <laughs> I just never know what you're gonna say. Yeah, because <laughs> it was a thing where they somebody why there was a study that said uh, that, balls, that 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 balls had taste buds, but they have taste receptors. It doesn't mean they can taste. <laughs> it's just people not having an understanding of like science, biology, yeah. vocabulary. Yeah, taste receptors are there, but it doesn't mean they are taste buds. Yeah, there's a big difference between a taste bud and a taste receptor. Yeah. Thank goodness. So people are filming themselves, not not their genitals, but their reaction mm-hmm. as they dip. And what's the reaction to it? They're like, I, it, I taste salt in my mouth. Oh, my goodness. Right. Um, you know what? The person, the person who is dumb enough to do that is dumb enough to taste salt for no reason. Yeah. Uh, another one is filing your teeth down or putting peroxide on them. <laughs> what? What? Yeah. What are you talking about? Because people weren't going to the dentist, so they're like, let me just file my teeth down. I'm sorry, th- that's not what the dentist does. I, Am I wrong? No, I no, you're exactly you're exactly I mean, right. if I'm not going to the dentist and I'm worried during COVID, maybe I get a water pick. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? Maybe maybe I get some kind of a, a solution that I could rinse my mouth and be but, really, you know. Well, you know, you kind of like I guess people are getting bored and they want to level all their teeth, so they start filing them. Again, is that something that anyone's ever done at the dentist? No, but this is just something wow. that people are doing in lockdown that aren't. aren't uh, we're going to see some weird stuff <laughs> when we come back out. We're going to see all these people who have little Willem Dafoe teeth, yeah. but, they're bright, but they're bright white. They're like blinding, but they're <laughs> tiny little chicklets. Yeah. <laughs> Good grief. Okay. What else? Um, it's people filming themselves pretending to see a bee. So it's like you you start the video and like, then you start like with your eyes tracking like the the flight of an invisible bumblebee. And do they put the z- noise on it? I don't know what they do. I hope they do. I fear that they won't because there's just no quality anymore. This is one of the silliest ones. And I guess this is something that you can. <laughs> it's sillier than like filing your teeth. Uh, yeah, because it's kind of, it's, it's really jokey. And I, I think. I didn't know what they were talking about, but you look it up and it's, it's kind of funny to see. It's a thing. It's called, don't leave me, take me with you. Okay. So they're the actor in it. Somebody is filming you and you make like a really dumb joke or a pun. And then your crowd, your little audience, you're doing this all together with your friends. They all go, Oh, you know, and they laugh and they say, and then you run away after you make your joke. And they all run after you and say, don't leave me. Take me with you. Okay. What does that mean? I feel like I'm really out of touch here. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. I I don't know. And so you make a, a, yeah, you make a dumb joke anyway. And then, and then you run that part. I get having done stand-up comedy. (laughs) I appreciate that running when a joke yeah, falls flat. But they run after you and they pretend that you're so funny that they, they want to be with you. Oh, that's strange. Okay. It's funny. But you know what? Whatever. As long as, you know, yeah. Maybe it's humorous. I will try to to look at a TikTok. Maybe I can find some more on Instagram. And here is my most hated one. My most hated okay. one. You've seen, you've seen quite a few of these. Is the, the skateboarding guy who was listening to Fleetwood Mac and drinking juice or something. That's a TikTok? Yeah, this guy, his his car broke down. What does he do? It's a grown man, first of all. <laughs> and okay. he his car broke down, but he had a skateboard. And he was like making these TikTok videos. So he he had this he had a he had a drink in his hand and he had to get to work. So he filmed himself skateboarding while drinking this juice and listening to Fleetwood Mac's dreams. Okay. This has made, this was a viral sensation. <laughs> okay. Our girl, Stevie Nicks, actually responded to it. Really? Yeah. Okay, now I'm interested because you know I love Stevie Nicks. Yeah, so the thing is their sales went like through the roof for the software dreams. This, I don't know how people, then I'm with it because I don't know how people don't already have this Ooh. album. 
Cool. I've met I've met people that don't know about Stevie Nicks, and I'm like, how is how, this happening? Oh, how can that be? But the here the, the this little segment that we just did shows how old we are and how out of touch yeah. we are. And hundred percent. And you know our age, basically. Well, I find it fascinating. I mean, look, I we we know half of the stuff. Yeah. And I appreciate that last TikTok piece you described. I'm hearing about it in a podcast. I'm not even seeing it on Instagram now. I'm one step removed from it. Yeah. I'm going to tell other people, hey, third-hand TikTok story. Yeah. Get this. Yeah. Get this. You're going to tell all the ladies at Taco Bell yeah. in your lunch circle. I'm going to tell everybody about this guy rollerblading to the Eagles. Yeah. A cup of coffee in his hand. And it's, you know, and Don Henley. Yeah. Thank you for listening to Hey You Know It. Stay in touch with us during the week. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Tumblr. Go to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. We'll read it on an upcoming show regardless of content. As always, we love your emails. Send us an email at heyyouknowit at gmail.com with your comments, questions, and segment ideas. Emails will also be read on upcoming shows. Please tell your friends about us because you know we don't advertise. And let them know we can be found on iTunes at Stitcher.com and at HeyYouKnowIt.com. Thanks.